Can you confirm that? Is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. So is that what you did over your vacation? You learned how to make beats? You're uh, you're a beat maker in the studio? I'm, I'm not Kanye yet. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be. Welcome to Can You Confirm That? We are back for season three. How's everyone doing? How's everyone's summer been so far? Um, we're here and we're ready to go for um, the new season, the new year. Even though we're in the middle of summer, it's a new year for us. It's our, it's like a, a, a we're back to school. You know what I mean? Yeah, back to school. Yeah, we, we just in moved August. into the dorms. Yeah. It's a good day to start. It's August 1st we're recording. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. It, it is. I'm, is this your way of saying we came back too soon? No. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad everyone came back here to listen with us. Um, oh, welcome back, folks. Yeah. Plus, the, the All of our listeners are going to be so happy to know that we're back two weeks from now when they actually find out. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys miss us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I just realized that they're probably all going to be extending their vacays a little bit too. I'm on board, John. I see what you're saying. Next, uh, ne- after the season three, I hope our audience is ready to miss us for a month. Is mm-hmm. that what we're saying? Okay, maybe. Half of July, half of August. Kind of like the pro athletes do. Yeah, I think it's fair to hopefully want people to miss us. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, we can put together like an off-season regiment and stuff, right? I mean, there's lots to listen to, so you'd never have to really miss us now. This is episode 101. Oh, my goodness. We're starting series three, episode one today. So there is lots to check out. Lots uh, lots to soon to be archived. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Yeah, um, some of that you know. old stuff doesn't represent us anymore, right? I mean, it will represent us for a certain amount of dollars per month for those who are interested. Yeah, that's right. Remember when we were like really pro uh, cigarette? Like that yeah. stuff doesn't represent us anymore. Like Marlboro just, was in my pocket, yeah. and mm-hmm. pro, that pro tobacco lobby, man, their money goes deep. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. This season's not going to be about how we tell you guys electric cars are hoo ha, and to stick with the pumps. Can you confirm that? It's brought to you by Demorier Smooth, <laughs> in conjunction with Exxon Mobil. <laughs> I don't know if smooth is a kind. <laughs> I never smoked a cigarette, so <laughs> no comment. Anyway, <laughs> so fun, fun times, vacation. I'm excited to have an extended one next year. This is great. I'm looking forward to the next 49 weeks of episodes. Jeez, you're already planning your next vacation on me. I'm just saying, man. Calendars fill up quick. You gotta, you gotta look ahead. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, so, strap in, buddy, because it's gonna take a. It's gonna feel like a long time. <laughs> I'm telling you, four weeks. I could do a lot in four weeks. That's all I'm saying. Is like, 
uh, you know, I could, uh, I could see the world in four weeks. Wow. Wow. But, well, maybe not all of it. Yeah, I don't know. What yeah, is it? Uh, what's that old uh, around the world in 80, is it 88 days? 80 days, I believe. But was yeah. that not by air balloon? Or, or had they updated that to be commercial plane? Yeah, no, it wasn't like a bullet train or anything. It was definitely slow. <laughs> you could get there faster now, but yeah, I, I don't mean, think there's a lot of stops back then. That's probably my thing. You set off from London in a balloon. You set down in Cape Town, and then you're on your way to Auckland. And then what? You set off in the balloon to try to get to. Well, that's a big stretch. All right, well, and you don't want to. Yeah, all right, just. The balls it would take to take a hot air balloon over the entire Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I would stop in Fiji, I think, maybe. Is that like yeah. in between uh, Cape Town and Auckland? <laughs> Goodness. I Hawaii so. is somewhere out there. <laughs> is it? Yeah, well, you're I on, know. yeah, I mean, the, map, the globe is round. People forget. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like uh, well, I mean, if you're going Auckland, together, and, yeah. Auckland and South America, Hawaii's on the way after that. Well, I mean, if you're aiming for the north or the south, but that's that's uh, it's something to plan. Uh, you do a lot of planning. Do you plan for vacations, John? You a planner? Uh, no, I um, never really consider vacation. I'm, I've been in like a weird limbo where, especially this year, I um, had had some time off, not for vacation, but I feel like, you know, it's weird timing to ask for. I haven't really booked anything yet this year. Okay. That kind of stuff. So I've been sort of yeah. trying to take advantage of long weekends. That's right. That's that's a good way to do it. A lot of people have them. Mm -hmm. This was what about a, you. Uh, you know, one of those. Uh, yeah, vacation. Not. I mean, not really. Uh, did I do anything with my time away from the podcast? I guess is the question. Um, eh, nothing to be like, oh man, glad I was away from the podcast. You mean like, it's not like <laughs> I, I, I did not go parasailing off of a cliff's edge, which is something I would love to do. Um, there was no, uh, you know, skydiving, which would have been fun and exhilarating. Oh, uh, uh, You're to a be thrill honest, seeker, eh? oh yes, of course. Um, I would, uh, love to have done something. But to be honest, the airport situation was harrowing, and it sounded like anywhere I'd want to maybe go, I'd need to uh, probably have three times the masks uh, and one time the carry-on. You know what I mean? Like, it, and it just didn't seem like it would be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so, how do you feel I, about those uh, squirrel suits? Those flying squirrel suits that people get in? Like, is that something you do? Like, strap, like jump in a little bit of latex with some wings and jump off a cliff? Like, is that? You familiar kind of with spur lunking? Spur lunking, John? Sure, sure. I uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, would I do the squirrel suit? I controlled environment. I've done it in like that. You know those uh, those those uh, wind tunnels. Uh, the turb. You know the things they sure. have by like the Dave and Buster's and shit. Uh, those things because that's how they get you up into the air. Because uh, you start on the ground. Uh, oh. But that's you know you're like not that. I have high that up. at Dave and Buster's. No, no, outside. What's it called? It's like uh, the iFly or something. iFly oh. zone or something, right? They have them. 
uh, I would say in like Vaughn, Mississauga, like Oakville, a couple other, there's like four or five of them around Toronto. And it's just essentially like a three story tall, uh, uh, tube. Right. And, and it's just, they turn on a fan in reverse that is underneath you. That is just very powerful. And it kind of shoots you up into the sky and that's the kind of suit you have on, uh, that is something I should have done on the vacation, but I did not. I did not. Mm. You know, uh, but you're saying, right? Like, you don't, I understand how you're saying you have to take advantage of the long weekend. So is that not much of a thrill seeker, to be honest? Yeah. But are you like, uh, 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 alive and wanting to just see things, right? Like it's, yeah. You I know, stayed in a haunted like, hotel. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But that was, uh, how far away? Uh, that was in, well, it was like a how long? That was a bit of a drive, right? Two hours, about two hours away from home. Well, um, one way, right? Two hours and then two hours back? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, half day road trip kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no harm in that. That's, you squeeze in one of those over a long weekend. That's a mini vacation right there, my friend, right? Mm-hmm. You a big road trip guy? Uh,. No, I would really? say that I'm not much of a road trip guy, but I want to be. Whenever I go somewhere, except for the fact that the traffic going in, in between the city is terrible. So, mm, yeah, that's know. the that's the that's the hiccup. Uh, so this is what I will say, of John, if you want to become a road trip guy. <laughs> And I want to be. I want you to become a road trip guy. I'm a road trip guy. I've done so many road trips. I, um, I will fly, but I I will see how how difficult the drive will be first. Right, like your obstacle. That's the first one. You got to get out of the city. Once you're out of the city, you will run into more obstacles. But don't worry. Like it, it's like just know that there will be some, but there will be payoffs along the way. Right, like. Uh, that's the beauty of the road trip. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm such a fan that I, I sometimes dream of like traveling to other countries in the world, uh, just to rent a car and drive some of those like best road trip roads. Oh, right. Like I've, you know what I mean? Like I'll watch the TV and documentary travel shows on like certain places. I'll be like, yeah, man, who wouldn't want to drive the Amalfi coast? Right. Like. <laughs> Uh, there are certain places just uh, that that kind of reach out and step out. Um, there's actually there's one in Canada that to me is actually amazing, and I've heard people who do the road trip. And if I can convince you, uh, Jonathan, to turn into a road trip guy, perhaps we will do it. Where are we going? Well, I don't want you to get like too freaked out. <laughs> But we are going to Alaska uh, along the Alkin Highway, right? Apparently okay. one of the more cooler roads and highway posts and scenic routes that you got. Uh, it's about 1,400 miles long, the, the highway. Uh, Is that the same road the ice, tr- ice truckers, the ice ice road truckers go on? I don't want to go on that road. Yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! I'm sure they take parts of it. It does, you know. There, it does connect it. But like, you know, at a certain point of that highway, man, you're like four thousand feet off the ground, and you got, you know, that view from up there. That's pretty intense. Um, it's cool, and it it it'll 
take you from Dawson Creek, uh, where we could start like a a, a little uh, binge <laughs> of our favorite high school show, uh, all the way up to Delta Junction, Alaska, where you know we'll find ourselves a a nice little truck stop, get some pancakes, and then turn around. We can look for aliens. I I do want to go on the. Uh, have you heard of the Rocky Mountaineer before? Oh, that's that little train that takes its sweet little time going around everywhere, right? But that, so like, beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's very expensive, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it does interest me. I've seen some videos on people doing that trip, and you just eat and look at the view. And the train, I think, is open, so you can like really watch things. And it's like a, a track that only the Rocky Mountaineers is allowed to take. Yeah, man. You know how what I envision is this, uh, and I'm putting this out there. Good vibes for you, my friend. I'm hoping you win this lotto. Uh, oh, thank up. you. That's and nice. I, and I hope with this lotto coming up, you do what exactly I think you are meant to do on this earth, uh, which is throw a huge, great Gatsby cosplay bash on the Rocky Mountaineer. Cosplay, right? If I win the lotto, this episode's never even going to come out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. No, editing delays, eh? No, but it's just this? like, that's like, you know, I'm just I'm just saying Drake likes to rent out clubs and party. You should rent out the Rocky Mountaineer and have like 50 of your closest family and friends dressed up in like 1920s, like roaring shit. <laughs> I don't know if I have that many people. The Rocky Mountaineer. I might not want to take that many people, so it might not be ah. renting out the whole thing. Maybe like a a cabin. <laughs> Here's the beautiful thing about charters, though, man. Like whether you got ten people or fifty, they're gonna charge you the same amount. So you may okay. as well, you know what I mean. You may as well make it seem like you you like these people. I like. Th- I'll buy like twenty tickets. You know, there that's you. still pretty good. That's not bad. Keep yeah. it uh, close and intimate, like a Rolling Stones affair. <laughs> Um, but that is something I'd like to do. I um, have thought about, and I've Googled before, like luxury train trips and things like that. I've never been on a train, and that interests me. Oh, have you ever really? been on a train? Uh, yeah. Yes, I have. Uh, I, when like I was cool nine. One? No, <laughs> no. When I was Go. nine, <laughs> I was going to say my folks took me to India. And oh. at that point in time, it was what would have been in the year, like ninety. One-ish, something like that. 90, uh, yeah, yeah ninety ninety one. Uh, so at that point, let's say domestic uh, uh, air travel in India was not exactly rampant like it is now, right? There, there was no like $20 Lucky Air, which could just take you from city to city, really. Um, so when you would land and you had to get across places there, it would be long train rides. Um and I remember my phone, like we would get like this sleeper thing. Like it's a, it's like, you know, f- four people. It's all, it's like your own private little cabin thing on the train. Uh, but you in classic Titanic fashion have to like walk past everyone. Who's just like common steerage. Right. Okay. All right. Who are kind of like sitting like four to a lap kind of thing. And it's just kind of like, Oh, and then you're off to your little thing. Uh, so yeah, trains can be fun. It's like being on Snowpiercer. <laughs> like, is that what's going? Kind on? of, yeah, man. Uh, and uh, luckily, I think the Rocky Mountaineer has gotten rid of the class system on trains. But I think it's all high end. It's all it's all upper class to get on the Rocky Mountaineer. Yeah, I mean that's why I always laugh when people complain to me about like going on the Go Train and like, 
uh, there was somebody in the quiet zone that was making noise. I was like, really? Okay. Well, I remember <laughs> having to like step over, like what looked like dirty diapers to me to get to like the back of the train once. So that's an alternative. I guess it's always perspective. I always like to put things in that way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think, you know, the, I, I don't know. They got rid of the class system by making it incredibly expensive. So there's only one class that can go, right? For the Rocky Mountaineer? Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. definitely, like, uh, something I am so happy that they've decided to sponsor us for. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Your podcast of the yeah they play us in the uh, in the radio right yeah we're on like that welcome guide you know like the hotels yeah yeah we're just on theirs but the audio version that's fun welcome to the Rocky Mountaineer <laughs> this is a can you confirm that special yeah today we're going to talk a little bit about the British Columbia Pass and then that's just us for the next forty five minutes. Use our promo code to pay only forty nine forty two. <laughs> yeah, right. It is. It'd be. It's an interesting way to kill ten to seventeen days. And you know what? It's also for those who uh, uh, I think uh, a, a cruise is almost too spacious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you know? not into the cruise idea. I don't like a cruise. Uh, right, and I bet you it's because you're like, oh, it's a, like, and this is what I hear from people who don't like the cruises. Which is like, there's too, it's just too tight. There's too many people. But it's like, I can't imagine being on a train that's yeah. like seven feet wide. It's a, a cruise is a floating toilet in my mind. Like, I don't want to get stuck on one. I don't want to take one. Yeah. So what's a train then? Like a gliding shit? Yeah, but like you can get off easy and like use a rest stop. Right, right. I mean, but I think that like, most cruise facilities are generally just better than like on train facilities. Yeah. But on, you don't have to use the train, right? You can do the, the tour bus. No. Yeah. But I mean, if the next stop, if you're on the Rocky Mountaineer and every stop is like four hours away, but I'm hoping that the Rocky Mountaineer has got some nice clean bathroom, right? Like it's all relative. Yeah. Rocky Mountaineer is pretty cool. Cause it even like books you into like five star hotels on the journey. And they like, load your luggage for you and unload your luggage for you on the way. So you can make it to the hotel, do your business in the hotel, get back on the train for the day. I mean, I can never make it a full day without going to the washroom. (laughs) No, that's fair. And that's, listen, man, there's nothing, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a caring person, uh, compassionate. I like to think empathetic. Um, and sometimes sure. my heart breaks when I'm on the go train and I see someone <laughs> have to go into that bathroom and I just say to myself, oh my goodness, what had to go wrong in your life today? Because I think there's nothing that you would work harder to do in life if you know you have to take the go train than to make sure that you've gone to the bathroom before you go. You know what I mean? Like uh, something has to people. happen there that just isn't fun when you decide I'm going to do it here. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good for your bowels to hear that, like, like maybe that's calming. Who knows? I, I can't speak to Tell train you what, doers. Uh, of all the, of the trips and vacations you can take, is the airplane not the worst place to have to go to the washroom? 
right? Where where you will be locked in a place for the longest time, right? Your thing is you can get off at a train, man. The train's going to mm-hmm. stop every couple hours. Well, it's not like the plane is making multiple stops in the air for you, right? Like mm-hmm. you're locked into that bathroom for that amount of time versus a train where it may not be great. Even the go train may not be wonderful, but how long will you pause? You're not going to be on the go train for a five hour train ride nonstop like a plane. Uh, and then of course you've got your car, which provides you the amenities of every restaurant around every service center around. And perhaps if you have an RV, you've got the luxury of your own private bath. Uh, I guess road trips are the way of the future. They're if the you, if to get... poop is the, if the going to the bathroom is your biggest concern, of course. It's up there. It's up there for sure. Um, but I guess, yeah, if you're like a weekend traveler like myself, the road trip is planned. So that means that I can sort of, sort of plan for things within the Southern Ontario space. I guess, right? I'm not really going yeah, to Northern Ontario. I'm not going to go up to Sault Ste. Marie or something like that. That's too far. You could. I mean, who's listen, if you're going to go stay in a haunted hotel, you could stay in like a salt mine or something in <laughs> Sudbury or nickel mine. You mean like there's, there's always something to do uh, as our good friends, Leroy and Leroy like to say, right? Like there, there's always something to do. Uh, and, and we can get out there and, and take a look. Like I'm a big proponent of the, you should drive as far as you can and then take a day and then come back. If you need, like you got a Friday, Saturday, Sunday stretch of a long weekend. Uh, not to say you pussied out, John, but like you could have went to like, I don't know. Mm, Wisconsin. You could have had a great time eating cheese for two nights and came back like today. And it wouldn't have been a perfect road trip. Uh, not to say there's anything wrong with the three to four hour trip though. Cause like those are the ideal. And I think that's like the ones not enough people do, right? Like I hear a lot of people just kind of, oh, there's nothing to do or well, and it's like, well, you know, there's about a hundred blog posts telling you that there's this, that, and the other within three, three hours from you. Right. Like, um, is it the best use of your life to go chase waterfalls? No. But, I mean, if they're within a 90-minute drive, it's kind of cool to take a look at them. Yeah. I mean, like, I, TLC told me not to. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I probably I think, Yeah, right? Like, I, I mean, but if it's close enough, why not? <laughs> so what, what about in? you? Are you, right like, a Ontario place? Are you a Wonderland-type person? Or do you like it local, more local? like For, like, a, a one-stop vacation? Like, a, a day at an amusement park you know I love. Okay. Uh, oh man, I will crush a roller coaster or two or three or four. There's no problem there. Uh, is that a vacation to me? No, that's just like a fun Wednesday. I hope. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to like. And and I think this is a locale based thing. Uh, and I, I'm reminded of this because I've had more and more of my friends kind of move away uh, to like either the East Coast or into like the the West Coast or into the Rocky Mountain area. And it's like as they've scattered, I've realized huh, it's not so easy uh, for, for those who live in those parts of the country to to just take in a Raptors game. A Raptors game is a vacation for someone who's in Winnipeg because that requires a plane, possibly, you know, hey, that could be a road trip. 
Um, but that's a one week commitment to go watch a basketball game. Whereas for me, it can be just a, uh, eh, it's a boring Wednesday. Let's check the game time app and see if there's any last minute tickets available. Right? Like it's a, uh, it's a location based thing. Uh, so to me, that stuff is fun, but it's never a vacation. It's never a road trip. To me, the stuff I like is, uh, Ottawa, right? Maybe Capascasing running through Peterborough to see what that place is like. You know what I mean? Like just places you wouldn't have been, um, and chasing roads. Uh, I, I think there's two types of people when they're driving on a road trip. You can be, you can also be two types in one person. And that kind of is essentially like you've got somebody who's going to hit the sport button on the car and like lean in to the corners, uh, and then you got somebody who's going to hit the cruise control and let the pro pilot sort of take over as they kind of like jaunt along, right? Depends on what the road trip's for, to be honest. Well, what about things like, <clears throat> what about local events and things like uh, the Fergus Scottish Festival, for example? <laughs> like, are those kinds of things, like the the weekend-long events, that those kind of things to do in Ontario or local for us? things that tickle your fancy <laughs> um, uh I, I mean i don't know if i'm on the rib fest circuit yeah if that's what you're asking um i know there are people who exist to yeah. chase the rib fest circuit as it goes from city to city uh i think it's nice to know if those things are happening uh i mean i'll do road trips for specific things at specific times if it's big to me right like stratford fest would be a good reason to drive to stratford Right. Okay. Um, Shaw Fest is a good reason for me to drive to Niagara on the lake. Uh, if there is something happening that makes sense for me, then sure. I don't know if I chase specifically like the Derby in town, but if it's happening, I'll check it out. I don't know. What about you? Do you do? You... I mean, listen. What's the other one that drives the most traffic to far off places? Usually festivals, right? Yeah, like the Collingwood Elvis Festival? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. People from everywhere come into Collingwood for that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you what think I mean? of that? Are you into that one? No. But <laughs> okay. I encourage those of you who want to be to do right? Like, I'm not going to, like, poo-poo on any of it, man. Like, that, stuff like this exists for a reason. I um, What was the strangest thing I had seen once? I think I had seen like a ping pong tournament that happened to be happening in the hotel, like a uh, convention center of like the hotel I was staying at for like a business thing. Uh, and this would have been maybe in Nashville, I'm thinking. Uh, and on day one, it was interesting. But by day two, it was kind of like gripping, to be honest, uh, as we were coming out of our seminars. And instead of networking, we would ask one another like, are they into? Are they onto the round of sixteen yet at the bing pong tournament? Like, has the Tulsa High School advanced? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that becomes a thing, and I guess that's uh, the and the the that was the buzz. The hotel had two buzzes. They had the big businessman conference buzz, and then they had the ping pong and ping pong family like buzz. <laughs> and it's that's fun sometimes. You know, I just looked and I found out that COVID killed the Elvis Festival. It's a shame. It died in 2020. 
And uh, they would have cleaned up this year with the movie release. No, no plans for it to return, though? No, not yet. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been dead for three years. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I do want to stress this idea, though. Like, I, I understand a lot of things happen in the Toronto City area. But I always encourage like the road trip to not happen into Toronto. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, and like this last weekend was a busy one, right? Like uh, there was a Veld Festival, the OVO Festival, the Jays were in town, uh, and then on top of that, it was Caravana Weekend. So a lot of people coming in uh, to the city, and you know if you're traveling in from Windsor, I consider I guess that's considered a road trip for them, uh, but. I think when your end destination is a pain in the ass, it's not the greatest, right? Like, uh, I, th- I think you'd want to start from the uh, from the pain in the ass city where it takes like 30 minutes to get the hell out of. Uh, I try to avoid wanna, Toronto as much as possible. Right? And then you want to like end on like the mountaintop, clifftop with like the, the hang a suspen- hanging suspension bridge uh, and, and stuff, right? Like that's kind of the end point, so... Uh, it's always fun. I mean, listen, I enjoy a good road trip, mostly just for the snacks, mm-hmm. and the music, um, and just the games you will play along the way, right? Like, it's, it's, I guess it's less now, right? Like, it's one of those things where I guess road trip culture was also maybe just bigger before the internet. Right? Well, I like, like, I like um, things like Niagara on the Lake for a good day. Checking out yeah. those shops and weird things. I like, uh, you know, uh, you can do the Stratford uh, kind of like touristy town stuff. Um, there's a couple of farmer's markets. There's one close by here, which isn't even a road trip, like the St. Jacob's Farmer's Market. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is sort of fun for a day. Um, yeah, I hear farmer's markets like that would be one of the easier sort of like is a rib fest thing, right? Yeah, you could chase those. Yeah, you can do like a couple of the local beaches with Sega. You can do Grand Ben. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm very happy that we got some money from the Tourism Ontario folks for this one. <laughs> yeah, if if we did, right? I think uh, I think we might. We're gonna get well, some free parks up? admission. That's what we're getting, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we can get, like, access to Boots and Hearts. <laughs> can you see uh, us there? I'm just not going to have to pay for any, like, campfire lumber. <laughs> can you see One us, year. like, putting on our uh, best American Eagle plaids and uh, some high leather boots and rocking out to some country music for the weekend? I could see you being much more convincing than me, but I could see people having much more of a hoot with me doing it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things where it's like... uh uh, whenever you see like a, a, a white man doing pangra, you're kind of like, Haha, that's cute. So that's <laughs> where I would fall uh, in that game. Uh, but I think both of us know how to rock plaid. Mm. So that's not an issue. Uh, I think we've both at some point in time in our life probably shopped at American Eagle uh, before sure. we outgrew it. Um, uh, and then I'm sure you've got the boots. I don't know if you've got an extra pair for me, though. Oh, I don't have any boots. I don't. What? What? Yeah. Oh my. Okay. You know my winter shoes are I have uh some a, a pair of insulated All-Stars <laughs> like Chuck Taylor All-Stars that are insulated. That's my winter shoe. <laughs> That's as close to a boot as I have. Okay. 
Yeah, it's double lined yeah, and insulated. Yeah. Um, what about things like you know what I thought was fun? Uh, things like the Acton uh, Leather Town Festival. Remember? Yeah. Uh, the old hide house. It was worth the drive to Acton. Yeah. Yeah. Did you That's ever go there? I've never. I'm no. I, I've never been to the old hide house. I remember being there as a child. Um, I was probably not of even 10, 11, 12, maybe somewhere in that age group, though. I was dragged to the hide house. And my goodness, what, like, a unique smell. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, walking into Danier is one thing. But walking into, like, Costco Danier? Yeah. That's something else. Let's it's a smell, it. man. Ah, I'm, I'm just saying. Be a good cologne. It's rich, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, so uh, there's things like that. There's there. things like, the fe- like I said, the Scottish Festival. There's also like a Celtic Festival. Uh, those kinds of things I think are interesting. I like watching Scottish games sometimes. How about uh, the Civil War reenactments? Not that we do them, but we do do War of 1812 reenactments here. Is you there ever one, seen one of those? Is there uh, a fort near Kingston? Yes, there's many forts near Kingston. Yeah, yeah, Kingston's yeah. Like I've been a, to one of those uh, reenactments in Kingston at one of the forts where they shoot the guns and all your ears ring and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. I've, I remember being at one uh, at uh, in Hamilton uh, at ap- uh, an aptly named place called Battlefield Park, um, oh. where, of course, there was a battle in the field of the park. I used to be a big visitor of uh, medieval times. Like, I think I've been there five times. Uh, I know we're not talking about Toronto, but. Well, they have one in Toronto. Yeah, of course. And then they think, don't know how many there are out of it. I've never been. Oh, Uh, no, uh, I've never been. uh, And and I've I've thought about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's been interesting to me, but I've always seen it just like parodied in movies and stuff at this point, right? Like where people go to it um, and then you see the memes and stuff, I guess. And that's about it. It's as exciting as the cable guy made it out to be. I I would be more interested in watching like the HBO behind the scenes, like medieval times putting on a show. Right. And it's like you just realize that all these folks are just they're all going at it like all the time behind behind the <laughs> scenes, right? And I yeah. feel like I feel like it's a real life game of thrones, like with the workers, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just a weird little We're very different because I I mean I don't want to know anything about the people that are actual that work for medieval times outside of when I just think at... it would be compelling <laughs> drama is all I'm saying. But it is fun. I like the, I like the, like, you know, the dragon's breath or broth or whatever, you know, like the chicken soup and the Pepsi that they give you in a goblet. Like, <laughs> pretty I exciting. wonder, like, back in the day, uh, the Coliseum, uh, you know, you got fucking Russell Crowe sauntering into the middle. Uh, oh, are you not entertained? But I wonder if, like, when people were going home at the end, after having seen people, like, being slain and, like, eaten by lions, I wonder if it really was, like, I, it was good, but, like, the soup today. 
don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, because at some point, isn't the idea of going every Saturday to see these guys just at the gladiator place get killed all the time? That's like, it gets boring after a while. <laughs> and you kind of do want to just see what, like, the new dishes are this week. And you can walk out and you're like, the goat. I tell you, that goat stew made up for all of those horrible battles today. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I mean, maybe it's not supposed to get boring. Like, maybe human sacrifice isn't supposed to be boring. But, uh, yeah, I mean, however you want to look at it. Medieval times, it's not that extreme. (laughs) To to the people who work there, I bet it is, though, right? Like, there's a pecking pecking order, man. We'll go sometime. I'll take you to medieval medieval times. I'm just saying the food better be worth it. I'll get you knighted. (laughs) If it's like an adult Chuck E. Cheese, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. <laughs> it's like a Swiss chalet without silverware. Like you get like a rib <laughs> and you get like a half a chicken. You have to eat it all with your hands. Basically is how it works. Honestly, man, I'm fine with my Swiss chalet, like not having jousting, you know? <laughs> so it would That's be kind of fun. fun. I guess it would be kind of fun to just randomly be at a Swiss chalet one day and see two guys just whip fucking broomsticks at each other for an hour. And then I used to, uh, I got into wine by going to the um, Wine and Cheese Festival. Yes. Many a Wine and Cheese Festival. Where was this one located? How far? The Toronto, like the uh, Exhibition oh, Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is. Uh, see, that's a fun one for you because it's like you kind of are in the city, but you didn't really have to get too far into the city to deal with the shit. It's as far you know? in the city as I want to go yet. Yeah. You, you, stay water, you stay waterfront based and you're okay, I think. Yeah. Like by the airport, wherever that is, by the airport there. Uh, Bill, yeah, the island one. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, like, uh, oh Miss- the other one in Mississauga, like Pearson. Oh, please, yeah, that's not even Toronto then. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's where I like to. That's as far in Toronto as I want to go. <laughs> as far into Toronto as you want to go is not into Toronto at all. That's, <laughs> like, that's... that's pretty accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Toronto is not where is not my destination of choice. Yeah, awesome. Great. So, I try to That's avoid it. Well, I mean, next time you do have to somehow make it there, though, just don't forget to pack a bunch of snacks and have a good playlist ready. It'll make the whole thing go by so much smoother. There's also, like, every town, every small town has some sort of a little fruit festival. There's, like, the Roseville Strawberry Festival. There's the Winona Peach Festival. There's little things like that you can do on the weekends. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can go. You nailed it there. Every town has some sort of, like, small town, right? Mm -hmm. Will have some sort of uh, dessert slash fruit-based specialty store that they're known for, right? So it'll be like the Apple Pie Mart, or it'll be like Peaches R Us, or it'll be like... uh, butter tarts galore right but like every town's got that one thing that they do and everyone goes to and ensures everyone gets to take um, me to butter tarts galore for sure it's a long highway six i believe or or, or highway five <laughs> between uh old dundas and uh old cambridge if you will right somewhere in there so like i think the food festivals drive me a little bit i used like you said i, I used to do a couple more of the rib fests but i sort of got disenchanted by those okay so you will look up and see what's going on somewhere within a distance and if it's 
fun enough, you'll go. I like There's that. There's that one. What's that one that I think you went to? Like, is it not? Is it like Taste of the Danforth, or is that there's that one where they have all the street food and? You've oh, been I've to? been to a couple of those. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Taste of the Danforth. Yeah, I haven't done that one in a couple of years. Um, yeah, there there's always something happening at the Ontario Place area, uh, and then there's always every neighborhood right has their own little festivals from time to time. Um, I believe today, actually, down at Nathan Phillips Square, there's going to be like a giant, like it was starting at noon, I think, and going till about 10 p.m. Uh, giant food fest going on there. But I, I was just not going to go downtown today, to be honest. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it would have been fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I will chase a, uh, that's, that's fair. I will chase a fucking truck fest, to be honest, like a, a food truck fest. If it's in, you know, Guelph or freaking Brantford or something, I, I'll make that trip no matter when it is. Yeah, that's fair. That's the one thing for sure I'll probably drive for. Like, really? Eh? Of, yeah, I mean, because generally what I'll do is I'm looking to drive to a destination that I'm like either looking to like for a view uh, or or food, right? Like maybe there's a special restaurant in that area or perhaps there's like a hike that's worth doing or perhaps it's like just the roads along the way are supposed to be really scenic. And if that happens along the way, you may find somebody selling something along the side of the road or a barn that happens to be having a garage sale and has a bunch of vinyl records and all that kind of stuff. To me, kind of like the stuff you might stumble onto that wasn't part of the plan anyways, is more the like more of the fun. Um, right. Because it's like, I hope road trips make a comeback just because the pandemic is now kind of seeded away, right? Like nobody believes in it, even though it's around, everybody's still getting COVID. Um, but the idea that, hey, like maybe we don't need to fly everywhere either. Like you, you can go. Gas prices aren't fun, um, I guess. But like, I think in a couple of years, we might see the resurgence actually. Maybe not right now, but I think give it like three, four years, you might see a fun resurgence in the road trip because you'll have a bunch of cars that can kind of essentially drive themselves wherever they need to be right like i mean you can kind of do that with half of the new cars you buy now just pro pilot your way along uh and then of course the service center culture is going to change which i'm kind of excited for right like for like the last 30 years the service center culture has been like we stop along the highway you use the washroom you get your gas it's like a Formula One pit stop. You want to save as much possible time because the time you stop here is the time you're adding to your trip of driving. But in the future, that's not like your car is going to need 20 minutes to charge. You have no you have no option but to slow down and smell the roses for those 20 minutes. They uh, closed right? my favorite service station or, or roadside service station was the one I think it was in just past Milton. Oh, I know what you mean. Four hundred one Winston Churchill it was the shell, Mister Sub. Wendy's. It was like kind of like a yeah, 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 and it was kind of like yeah, a dome man. or something. You are not that, alone in missing. That, that was the yeah. best one that had like a globe in it where you could like view attractions and a big sitting area. That was the coolest one, and I don't know why. And now it looks like a you know like they filmed a zombie movie in it. Like it looks like the Walking Dead scenes. They probably do use it for something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Oh, I could imagine it having been used for, like, filming of something, for sure. Uh, no, I mean, listen, the, the service centers all changed when, like, the en route, like, Ontario 
sort mm. of program came together. I think that one was also just a victim of its location. It got surrounded by a lot of off ramps that had a lot more to offer almost yeah. right. Like um, I think that may have just been part of that. And there Breaks wasn't one heart. on the other side. I think that's a huge part of the service center. <laughs> it's eastbound not, only, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's not one matching you on the other side, are you really a service center? Like <laughs> it's like it did kind of feel like it was off on its own little island. It was the best one. <laughs> I'm sorry oh, man, every time. Service centers the I think the uh the future is bright for them, right? Like if you think about the idea of having to at least put twenty electric chargers out there. Uh, and the person who would normally have just come in, used the washroom, bought maybe a coffee and like walked right out will now probably need to spend 20 minutes there. Uh, this is a good and I'm not shitting you, man. This is like the opportunity for like if you're like a Joe Fresh Express or like a Gap Mini. A little shopping malls inside a service center might not like be outside the norm man. you might not have like you might have like a best buy mini like the same shit you see in an airport where they're selling you stuff you might see mm -hmm. that in a service center where because they got 20 minutes of your time now Could be yeah now this podcast not isn't about uh revolutionizing the service center industry but uh <laughs> sometimes that's a good point happen. yeah yeah <laughs> um I'm excited about, there's two, like, uh, there's the Taste of the Caribbean, and there's also something called Jerkfest. Have you heard of Jerkfest? Which I've already, I've been invited to every year anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah. both, They're like, not sound running like, out of you. Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> both sound like delicious Jamaican food, which makes me excited. Yeah, man. Your roots. Yeah, that's right. All right. Going home. Taste of home. Is that, is that wrong? <laughs> well it's interesting like uh are you guys in the same are you in the same boat where um when our family came to canada you couldn't get uh like the ingredients domestically right yeah. so my grand my grandparents had to kind of <clears throat> change the recipe <throat> to suit like coconut milk for example wasn't available in canada in the right like 60s Yeah, no, you, hundred percent. So you're I kind of raised on these, it, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're sort of like used to recipes that are actually different than the authentic one. You go and eat eat the authentic version of rice and peas, you know, now, and it's like, what the fuck? Why is there all these like, you know, mm -hmm. why is it light? Why is it not tomato paste? And <laughs> yeah, and I think it just kind of yeah, it's an interesting one to track, right? Because the that would have been my parents' road trip, right? Like, uh, my my dad, when he was here, and he showed up, what, 72? My mom, 74? So, like, in seven, they were in Woodstock, Ontario, which is in 1974, oh. would have been buttfuck nowhere. Still mm. kind of is. I mean, um, they got a lot of property and houses there now, but it's, you know, it's still an armpit. Uh, love you, Woodstock. Um, but... That would have been a trek, I would imagine, if my folks are like, hey, you know where I found out that there is uh, somebody importing all of the best stuff that we would want from home? And, and the answer comes back as Gerard Street, downtown Toronto. Now, yeah, man, like my folks would have been the OG. What was your road trip for? Spices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you guys, fucking Christopher Columbus? Like... 
that's a day trip just to get but like it would be worth it right uh and now i mean and you'd you load can't... up too well yeah that's what i mean like now if you can't find a fucking president's choice butter chicken sauce like in a container on a shelf you're like you're probably shopping at the wrong spot like i don't know it's everywhere right like it's you can't avoid it but i mean the true tastes are still the ethnic the yeah you know, the local groceries are like the Mm-hmm. There's like a, a Jamaican grocery store, or there's like an Indian mm-hmm. grocery store. Those are the places that you're still going. And it's just they're all over the there. place now, too, yeah. right? And that's in of every culture and everything, which is always. Uh, uh, I remember we were uh, doing the cuisines of the world, uh, and it was our sort of road trip of through our our palates, right? <clears throat> Food from everywhere, and there was recipes you'd look up, and you'd be like, "What is this item?" And where am I going to find it? And it would inevitably lead you to some sort of specialized grocer. And you'd be like, okay. And then that's when you realize how much more difficult it really is to be so true. Like, like that's why it's worth it for like, you know, if somebody tells you that like the, the best authentic Filipino food you can find is a, a 90 minute drive away. That's worth it. That's worth it for that reason alone, because I'm not going to spend my weekend going to seven different grocers to find the exact things, right? Like, what are we, what are we saying here? Well, there's a month, a month left of the summer. We're saying to get out, right? Get out and try some things, eat some, some food that's different. Go to an event, take the, take a time, take a trip, take, get in the car and not sweat the distance, basically. Essentially, uh, slow down and take advantage. Like, I think it's time to like you know we rush too much all the time. There, there's some joy in taking time to make a playlist for a road trip again. It it lets you focus on the road trip. It lets you focus on what you're you're about to do. Uh, So instead of you know hashtagging this, retweeting that, just have fun. Go out there, hit the roads. Road trip snacks. Those are always fun. Right? Uh, you a jerky guy? You're a road uh, trip jerky guy? You need a bag of jerky in your lap as you're driving? 14 I, hours straight? I don't, but uh, I used to like jerky. I think there's uh, the salt. I don't know if I can eat it anymore. Mm, right, right. Yeah. What about some uh, banana chips? You a banana chip guy now? Yeah, plantains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a couple of that. Those yeah. things are good. Yeah. You should. Uh, you should get into that, man. <laughs> I'm going to make some banana chips later today. You might have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have the device to do it. Thanks to my good friends at Gourmia. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to plug, the, you want to plug <laughs> no, your air I'm fryer okay. before we go? Here? I'm fine. I'm happy with it. They know I'm happy. They see me tagging them in all my photos. <laughs> Even though it's not food related. That's a big excitement in our time off is that you are now air fryer expertise. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what I needed the time off for, to be honest. Yeah. Is uh Lesson John, when I introduce something new into my life, I like to fully engross myself in it. <laughs> uh learn everything about it, uh and, and make sure that it feels welcome. And boy does this air fryer feel welcome in my home. That's uh, good. Yeah, man. It's fun. It's a it's a fun little device. I hope I don't <clears throat> get bored with it. It's un- inevitable that I will. 
but for now, it's it's been it's proving itself very very useful and handy, and I think that's kind of the reason uh, I went on board with it is because it seemed like from the feedback I was getting from everybody who's got one, uh, the air fryer was worth the drive to Acton. Yeah. You just got to put like one of the one of the recipes from the air fryer in your weekly do like uh, <laughs> Monday is air is something that you make in the air fryer night for the kids or whatever. Buddy, it's like four nights a week. Uh, it's yeah. easy. Like every it's it's just simple to put like, I don't know, man, like you can throw an eggplant in there for gosh darn it's sake and uh, have roasted eggplant in no time. Um, <laughs> it's it's just fun. Easy. It's it's. Listen, that's all convenience and cleanup, right? That's all we're ever after. As long as there's not a lot to clean up and it's very convenient to use, generally things will get used often. Well, I definitely see the appeal of not dealing with like a tub of oil. So like a real deep fryer is, ugh, I don't want to deal deal with that No, yeah, I, I would, I just know that I would have burnt myself by now if I had like a real deep fryer. Like you put burning, boiling oil near me. I'm certain it will find its way like on my skin somehow. Like it's just, there's no way. There's just no way. <laughs> and then I'm on a fucking road trip to the, like the, the emergency room. That's no good. Right. right. That's, that's the least, the one road trip we're trying to not encourage this episode. And no emergency room visits. No. no. Grab a coffee, and head on to the emergency room. <laughs> that's what i thought i was doing in november <laughs> just a quick trip but <laughs> i didn't get out so you know you don't want to do that yeah that's yeah watch for the signs huh, huh? <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> so what, what oh. where else do you think you want to pe- want to tell people to go this year this last in august uh, in August, where would they want to go? Hmm. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Let's see. If you were going to road trip uh, locally, you mean? Well, it's Listen, if be, you've I, got, I was, no, I was going to say, if you've got a week, you should try to hit as far east as you've ever gone. I think I've run into a lot of people in Ontario uh, that we've grown up with that I would say have never seen the east. Uh, have been to Quebec but never passed. Uh, okay. And I would and I would say it's not that hard. I think to go past there, and it might be time that more of us did. Um, I don't know, man. We're living in crazy times. Twenty twenty two is like weird, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty twenty one was strange. Uh, twenty twenty two was just fucking nuts, or twenty twenty was nuts. Um, uh, I think. It, it, I, my whole thing with the road trip is I'm trying to encourage as many people in our, our fun little country here, uh, and in Southern Ontario, uh, to go out and meet other people in this country, uh, from other parts of this country as quickly as you can. Uh, just, it's good to know who's out there and it's good for those who are out there to know who's out there. That's kind of, I think, one of the things, um, I think people have forgotten over the last little while. Maybe not enough people are from other places are traveling in, and maybe not enough people from here are traveling out, and uh, everybody seems to be escaping for, like, warmer climates and all that stuff. Like, it's August, right? Like, if you can't take in Canada in August, you'll never will, right? Like, that's all it is. 
Oh, that's a nice sentiment. That's a good way to sort of end that topic. So I, you know, I guess we're kind of rounding out to the end of the episode. Our first one back, our series three, episode one episode of, can you confirm that? Jeez. Yeah. And it's clearly nice we to were kind of take like, it casually. Yeah. I mean, we were obviously both in vacation mode thinking about like road trips we want to be on instead of being here to record for an hour. But yeah, I assure you listeners, we're back. Uh, and next week we will come out of the gate strong. Um, there's a few things that I think we're going to need to address during this series three um, of our, can you confirm that podcast? Oh, I, I'm interested. I'm intrigued to know what I'm about to address. <laughs> That's uh, that's the mystique we were supposed to just build, man. Way to blow that! You just like pop ah, that balloon in like. Two I'm gonna seconds. get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, next week it is. Next week, so thanks guys for listening. Um, remember the callouts. We gotta uh, build this up a little bit, so we need you to be telling people about this, about our podcast. Remember, it's free and it's every Friday, and it's an hour of your time, and it's kind of fun, I think. And this week, it's going to open up your mind to thinking of ways and things that you could do with your family and friends and places to go and things to see and do. More than just a podcast about two guys complaining about something. No, I like think to I like to think we like to bring the solutions. Yeah, That's, we're we're solution bringers. Um, we're not we're not problem creators. That's, That's right. A, we're bringing. That's a, we're Different bringing all the solutions that. to yeah, season yeah. three. That's for sure. We're not. We're not one of those. Uh, we're just asking questions types of podcasts. Uh, yeah. We're more of a. We're more of a. We're we're telling you how it is. <laughs> we're the five minute huh? craft of podcast. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, we're happy to be back. We're happy you're back. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. And you confirm that is brought to you by C Plus Productions. But like the text changed, eh? Like life is easier. Like not to say easier, but it's good. Um, it, like it, I can see why an eighteen-year-old can get to TikTok and make their own beat and stuff because it's the tools are so much better now than they were then. Um, but you got to take it. You know, it's all learning. <laughs>